0: Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to the Film Busters podcast. The film show with no filters, no prisoners taken, loads of disagreements, but one hell of a love for cinema.
1: If you want to hear three friends ridiculing each other for an hour or so regarding their taste in films, then you have come to the right place. In each episode, one of the team picks a film for us to discuss. It could be anything from a recent cinema release to an all-time classic. So, strap in and get ready to get mad or get vindicated as we guide you through the murky world of being a film geek.
0: If you like what you hear, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram using at Filmbusterspod. You can also find each of our individual accounts. I'm at
1: Filmbusters Paul. I'm at Filmbusters Adam. And I'm at Filmbusters Ben. If you want to use your eyes instead of your ears, you can also visit the website at Filmbusterspod.co.uk, and if busting makes you feel good, you can also support us at Patreon.com forward slash Filmbusters for exclusive content.
0: All right, can we just get on with this now, please? Filmbusters. Oh Ben, wonderful Ben! It's so lovely to have you back. How are you?
1: I'm ho- I'm homesick for the, the home that is abroad because I'm Aww, back, I bet you. and I want to be abroad again. Was it beautiful? It was lovely. It was my first f- holiday in four years, man. And this is a depressing country to stay in for four fucking years <laughs> well yes i was very delighted to hear that the weather was quite appalling while i was away in my 30 degree heat
0: mm.
1: it was very nice today though it was nice today it was nice yesterday as well went out in mm. shorts yesterday and today oh wow, wow we were well come on you tell know. us a little about your holiday my holiday was uh quite divine i would say we we've said that it's pro- possibly Jenny would say I think that it's the best holiday we've been on and I'm not sure I think it's tied with first place I find it very hard it's tied with the Dominican Republic back in 2013 Oh, lovely. but Dominican Republic's had 10 years of history for me to look back on you see it's just like mm. a film it's like when a 10, out 10 film comes and you're like oh is it better than the one that I've known about for 20 years time will tell <laughs> but it was delightful it's got the nostalgia yes the people that is we went to Rhodes folks uh, we, and we went to Rhodes right after the wildfires started burning we were we were in the safer area where there were no fires but honestly the, from the minute the taxi driver picked us up at the airport he was like your British press have so over the pudding that you've scared tourists off of this place they're like if this it was bad but knowing you're as bad as they're making out they had to evacuate people by the way it was covered anyway the people were lovely the place was thriving the sea was gorgeous the drinks was gorgeous the whole period was just joyous and and wonderful and i miss it terribly what's the best meal you had oh boy there's a place called carne and we looked it up before we even went to Rhodes number one rated restaurant in the whole island mm-hmm. and as you would assume by the name is meat specializing meat we went there, to Rhodes town pretty much by the sea you sat down lovely stuff absolutely lovely stuff and by that i don't just mean like polite courteous like the, it felt like he was the owner he probably wasn't but he came over to the table and it's like how are you doing i'm gonna be looking after you uh, this evening what kind of thing are you in the mood for take a look at this take a look at that pristine immaculate you know that when you go for a nice meal and the service is enough to know that they're there so you know you're never going to want for anything but not so oppressive that they're like coming over to your table every five minutes and whatnot yeah um anyway the whole experience was like i had saganaki prawns to start which is like fried phyllo pastry fried prawns with a, a sort of like a garlic, salt. no it wasn't garlic, so I can't remember what it was, it was delicious anyway. And then I had my lovely, um, it wasn't T-bone steak, it was like loin, tenderloin steak, which was incredible. And then we had a chocolate souffle dessert, and a, we had a bottle of wine with dinner, and then we had a bottle of Retsina after our dessert. And we What's were retzina? fucked. It's a very high alcohol content. It's like made from uh white rice grain I think. Okay. High high dilution of alcohol, but a very small bottle, like a Tabasco sauce size bowl. And we had that between us and so we were fucked. We went off into the night and that's when um <laughs> that's <laughs> when I was the new boys Yeah. That's when I sent you boys videos from that rock bar where the guy was singing covers oh, of oh, stuff yes. and all that. Oh yes. And uh that's good, very good. And I must say, like, that as, as wonderful as the whole holiday was, the thing that me and Jenny are both sick over the most is this cocktail guy who, he was... He was it feels wrong to even call him the cocktail guy, but that's how we met him. He, he was the guy who did the bar at our restaurant, the pool Bar. And he worked from 11 in the morning until 10 at night every single day. And from the moment that we sat down, he knew that we, that we were serious drinking people because this guy was like, I'm gonna make concoctions for you guys. I can tell you want something special. Every day we were giving him a challenge. And we went, (laughs) we'd go to the shop and buy like fucking sweets. And I'd come back and say, you got one hour. You gotta make a a cocktail that complements this sweet. And he was like, oh, fuck, well, that da- da- he would come back in an hour, and then he'd made these incredible things. He did me Bloody Marys. He said he'd never done Bloody Marys. He went out and got all the ingredients for it, and he was refining the Bloody Marys every day. Anyway, as time transpired, we just spent so much time there with him, talking to him. He was the nicest, nicest fucking guy. And he went from just being the cocktail guy at the bar to to our dear friend. And, and he's going to come over. He's going to come over to South oh, London at wow. some point. And I can't wait for him to, to, to do so. So shout out to Tony, the cocktail man over there in Rhodes. We love you. He's such a sweetheart. He's such a fucking sweetheart. Sweet he was sweetheart. He's a real good company. And he was like, in the, as we were getting to the end of the holiday, he was like, what the hell am I going to do once you guys are gone? And he's like, I'm going to be so bored. He's been sending us videos of, like, <laughs> just the, the bar being empty. He's like, I, was, I had nothing to do today, so I just cleaned the bar.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I must have tried every cocktail under the fucking sun. I have a new appreciation for cocktail making and cocktails just generally mm. now. I've already bought some things that I never thought I'd buy before. I bought um, Blue Curacao which has sort of got that liquor content, slightly orange twinge to it, but when you pour it into a drink, it makes it blue. Already had some grenadine and some, obviously in the bitters over here, but bought some triple sec to really ramp up the alcohol content as well. Getting more gin and vodka in. Yeah, ah fuck, miss it. We went out yesterday for a, a walk and we ended up just having cocktails because we were like we miss it too much you got an addiction (laughs) keep the fucking holiday going that's what I say never stop but I miss my boys of course and and one of the great pleasures was listening I was sat around the pool Uh, I should have been at the beach but I was at the pool and your red turtle episode popped up on my feed and i listened to red turtle around the pool and i was very happy to hear you boys talking about that that was nice oh, good, good haven't heard your pride episode of course because um i haven't seen the film but
0: yeah we we'll look forward to your take on it
1: there you go mm. anyway pleasure to be back with you both
0: exciting times well what are we doing today this is your pick ben do you want to introduce it
1: so yeah so uh, i picked before i went on holiday i picked the bad sleep well uh kurosawa film we've never touched kurosawa before Two and a half hours. Big boy. He's a big boy. It's a big boy from Japan.
0: Well, that's exciting. I look forward to talking about this film. But, um... Well,
1: I can't. I can't begin to guess what you two think about this film. So I'm very intrigued.
0: Yeah, very intrigued. Okay, well, before we get into it, let's just talk about our patron. We've got a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash filmbusters where you can get exclusive episodes. You can come on the show, you can suggest films for us to do, or you can just have a lovely time because we've got wonderful people there. Uh, what are we doing on the patron after this episode, Adam? We are talking about jaded lovers and lover revenge films kind of thing. So.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. Why are we doing this, Ben? Um we are doing it because Katie and OT, who were the the instigators of this round, with the Housemaiden. The Housemaid, Handmaiden um, Lee. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. There's one of them things. <laughs> gave us this as a topic and uh, because we're so delayed, we're only getting round to it now. But uh, I must confess that I haven't I haven't done my research for the topic, I hadn't had the time. And uh, maybe oh. as the episode goes, I might be able to. Well, I might be able to do it off the top of my head, once we get there at the end, like Adam does. I'm sure you can. But we'll see. We'll see.
0: I have faith in you.
1: Okay. Well, I'll try. I'll when Adam says I that, freestyle. I get scared.
0: But with you, I feel. Well, I also I haven't really look to them. I've got a couple of ideas, but. Well, I've done the research,
1: everyone. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> no one's allowed to have fatal attraction. That's a cheat.
0: I have not got <laughs> fatal attraction.
1: That's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs>
0: OK, so should we move somewhat onto talking about the film we're doing today, The Bad Sleep World, well, and go on to the quiz, Adam? Yes. You ready for it? <laughs> Let's do it. Do you want to introduce the has, it? The quiz has been on a little sleep because Ben's been off, so it's not really fair to do it without him, even though it probably wouldn't make a difference in the amount of points he's got. Oh, um, Jesus. Ah, cheeky one. <clears throat> I'm going to ask these two guys two questions, and if they get it right, they get points. If they get it wrong, I get the points. The scores currently stand.
1: Paul's got 16, I've got 13, and Ben has 9. I tell you what, Adam, if you get the point, it'll be the first time in your life you ever did.
0: <laughs> That's an ironic silence there, by the way,
1: because I, I didn't get the point. <laughs> no, it's a you've been served silence, baby. <laughs> I thought you you've meant like been I didn't served. get the point of the joke, so I was going to be silent about it. Well, there you go. It, it, it worked doubly. <laughs> <laughs> you horrendous individual. Right, are you ready for question number one? I hope so. Yeah. You ready?
0: Yeah. Yes. What level did his dad fall out of? Seven. Well done, Ben. Oh, come I didn't even on. know that. They only mentioned when it, it the... once in the film. At the very beginning. Was it, at the beginning? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. And I, I was, was going to say 13. Anything, I was like, fuck, if I keep asking this, it's going to destroy my question. Oh, that's the minute good. that they. The minute that they bring that cake in with the rose in the window, I was like, oh, that's what the poster is. I always just assumed yeah. it was like a cross in like a I thought a it was like a crosswork thing or something like that. Yes. Is it not a cross? I thought it was a cross. It's a rose. Is it's it a poster- rose in the cake. On the poster, it's a picture. It's that postcard that he picks up later, which has a cross over the Yeah, window. yeah, Probably. that's what
0: I thought. I thought you were saying that the rose is on the picture of oh, the no. poster. No. Okay. No.
1: Um, for this next
0: question, is kind of a case Who ever come closest you ready? Okay. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the time of filming, how many US dollars did 5 million yen equate to? Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> At the time of filming? Yeah. 5 million. I, I wouldn't million even know what it is now. Yen. Uh, I'm going to say. Um, yen is.
0: Quite, I'm going to say like 500 grand.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to go less. I'm going to say. Two hundred grand. You're both way off. I feel like I should give Ben a point just for keeping the quiz fun. You said who's nearest. You said who's nearest. Yeah, so who's no, going to be I don't know how
0: I wouldn't score a point. When it's, you are nearest, Ben. It's equivalent to thirteen thousand nine hundred pounds. Yes. Oh fuck! That's Jesus. so Jesus. And apparently, if you are now to now times that by inflation, it'll be one thousand four hundred thousand pounds. 145,000. it'd be 000, less. Sorry. I was about to say, oh, 000. 000. I was about to say <laughs> that it <didn't> makes sense. <laughs> I read that completely wrong in my head and then I Well
1: it that right. that makes sense because in the film one of the characters says why would he risk his well paid job for such a small amount? Yeah. Mmm.
0: That's nuts, isn't it? Then literally the whole film is based on like fourteen grand.
1: Mm. mm. Oh, check it out. Opposite. I think I should get both points. You can't be harsh I'll on me. You said who's to nearest. Point. There you go. You know,
0: like, I was gonna say like within
1: five grand, but Hey, I'm back in the game I'm fresh off holiday holidays refresh me
0: yeah well, you need some points in here
1: well I've got the points it's because Adam sassed you I mean you, you kind of
0: deserved that you get all the points I sassed you
1: you did not you did. sass Ben at the beginning yes you did you sassed me immediately <laughs> when did I sass you but you sassed me so much in you forgot which instance in it was I oh, know <laughs> the worst this guy well, thanks for well both done. points
0: well done what what are the scores that gives Ben 11 the rest of the scores to stay the same. Do
1: you know what that means? Next episode, I could level up with Adam. Yep. Oh, baby, baby. Yes. We'll have to find baby, out what happened, baby
0: won't we? it's a wild world.
1: Good song. We-, we are in uncharted territory.
0: Shall we go to uncharted territory and speak about the sleep Well? Right, everyone, today we're doing the Bad Sleep Well from 1960 by Akira Kurosawa. This is a spoiler episode, so if you haven't seen it, we're going to go and spoil it terribly for you. So you might want to go watch it first, then come back. Otherwise, you've been warned. Um, clearly, there's no one we had done before. In a film, because we I don't think we've ever tackled a Japanese film from this far back, so not many actors would no. have been in anything. Um, yeah, uh, apart from that, it's over to you, Adam, for the plot summary. Yeah, so this is about a guy who's getting married and then decides, um, well, they bring out his cake, and in the cake, just
1: his cake, not his bride. <laughs> Just what his is
0: cake. going on with his plot description? <laughs> well, in the wedding cake, um, they put a rose. There was a picture of the building, and it was a rose, and it basically <laughs> let his dad die, and it made him get angry and decide to re get revenge. Bad, for his dad's death. you didn't. You didn't listen to. The- you didn't really <laughs> get- listen to what was It happening was only when film? he saw the
1: cake. The well, cake was like, oh.
0: <laughs> who said who said the cake, Adam? That's well. I mean, this is a plot summary. Like you just, someone's gonna tell you something cake okay, because that's what we're gonna talk about in a bit. Adam I can't said wait the cake. for you to know. I can't wait to see your opinion on who's cake it. arrived. He got angry. He wanted revenge. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That is the
1: plot description, guys. <laughs> ben, have you got anything on this show? the shelf? Just as Shakespeare would have uh, summarised it, also. <laughs> hey, William, what's your latest play about? Well, the guy gets married and they send him a cake. And he gets angry (laughs) because there's a picture with it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Very good, Adam. Anyway, this was based on Shakespeare's play Hamlet. The idea for the story came from Akira Kurosawa's nephew, who uh, brought the idea for the story to him. And and Akira Kurosawa developed it with about four or five other writers. And his nephew was never credited on the film. What a a bastard of an uncle he must have been, hey? Uh, It was originally called The Worst the Villain, The Better They Sleep and this Kurosawa film was the first to be produced under his own independent production company. The decision to form his own production company called Kurosawa Productions was a result of his frustration at Toho Studios giving him grief for going over budget on his previous film The Hidden Fortress. So as his first independent film he thought it'd be an insult to audiences if he'd made a money make if he made a film just for money, money's sake. So he decided the Bad Sleep Well would be a film of social significance and of substance. The script took 80 days to write and was carefully crafted so it didn't resemble any actual real-life cases of corruption in Japan, though it was most certainly based on a lot of them. The film reunited Kurosawa with his favorite leading man, Toshirô Mifune, famous for your Jimbo and and about 14 other films and Francis Ford Coppola this is the most interesting bit of trivia of everything Francis Ford Coppola called The Bad Sleep Well one of his favourite films and he credits that opening wedding scene as the inspiration for the wedding scene in The Godfather mm. and I think there's quite a lot of similarities with The Godfather we'll yeah sure that. there you go beautiful that was lovely
0: thank you uh, Ben You've got a Karen speaking though because this is your film, so you get to decide what impressions you want first.
1: Oh, yeah, we're going to do classic reverse film buses, so it shall be I first. Okay, then. So I've seen about three or four Kurosawa's before this. Most of them were well, no, Yoshiro, Yojimbo, and, um, oh fuck, Shanjuro, the two samurai films, obviously very. St- stylistically kind of the same as this because they're both about revenge but very very different genre and the other one was Ikiru which was similar in some respects to this because it was about a business businessman who was very unhappy with his lot and about trying to find the meaning in life and out of all of them I never really took to any of them apart from uh, Yojimbo I really loved Yojimbo because Yojimbo was the same lead actor from from this Uh, to Shiro Mifune and I thought he's a great leading man and he comes into this town as this samurai guy and he cleans up the town it sounds really cliched but it was really well executed and very well done so I wasn't sure that I was necessarily gonna love this because it's completely tonally different and when it opened up and you can see that it's kind of set in the business world like even though it's a wedding it's a lot of dry businessmen none of whom really have a much of a personality that springs out because it's all very reserved and, and restrained in that typically Japanese style of cinema I was like oh this could be hard work two and a half hours of this but by the end of that wedding scene I was like god damn what an opening to a film so much so that one of the reporters is like that was that was a great act 1 and the other guys like that's not act 1 that's just the prelude and you're like oh fuck what are we in the, what are we getting what we getting into here we're about to go on to an epic journey for fuck's sake they're acknowledging that it's a, a prelude and then the story goes on and the way that kurosawa crafted this story i thought was brilliant because I, I know nothing of hamlet I don't know anything about it. I don't know how faithful it was to that story or anything like that. So I was just completely in this story as it was happening. And at first I thought, oh, this could get confusing, particularly when they started saying, oh, you you ripped off this one and, and this chief did this and did that. And I was like, oh. But with the, when that first reveal came, when I say the reveal, I mean that moment where Wada is climbing the volcano and then Nishi comes to him. And it's like these people are terrible and you're like, oh fuck, you just married into this family. What are you doing? And it's like, oh shit, you're like this Bruce Wayne figure. You're like Batman in this story. And I was like, I'm in for this. This is an internal revenge story. I want to see what you're going to do, how you're going to bring this all down. And the way that the whole story played out in that world, which is so alien to our our world, I thought was fascinating. And without knowing the Hamlet story, the fact that he's clearly been able to adapt what was an, an Elizabethan England story into a story of contemporary Japanese business society in the sixties is incredible work. I was in for the whole ride. I thought the whole Wada as a ghost thing was brilliant. I thought the guy Sh- Shirai, I think it was, who was who was being tormented by the ghost of Wada, was incredible. I liked the texture but between having this terrible president who was also a good father at the same time was brilliant and progressive for the time to balance out the two things. And I liked the idea of playing with if you stare enough into the abyss, you become a monster yourself, which is kind of what was happening with Nishi. However, I thought the ending. The, by the ending I mean the last 30 minutes was a bit of a letdown the minute they get to the the bombed out site the, the story sort of loses its steam a bit and while there's some good moments it, it wasn't as good as everything that came before it but I thought it was great I think there's a fair few things to discuss in it as well and uh, I was very impressed and I would say that this is the upper end of the Kurosawas that I have seen there we go
0: alright is it me?
1: yes that's you now
0: um I kind of totally agree with the first bit of the wedding was absolutely i love that wedding scene you're straight on board with this film it's kind of high tensions are straight in there there's kind of no mucking around but as the film went on it it really lost me to be honest i really struggled to try and get into this film and keep in this film um i would it was one second it's like who's this person here who's just like all of that kind of stuff is what i struggled with quite a lot like especially when they're referencing people who aren't in the scenes um, yeah and I think overall it just kind of led me to not being totally engrossed in this storyline and then kind of lost it and it started to really drag towards the end I know you said it ran out of steam but for me the last half an hour was kind of painful it was kind of like looking at the clock kind of time and I'm sorry wow. to bring Debbie down and bend so much excitement towards it
1: well come on that's alright You can be you can be the opposite end of the spectrum of let's hear can. from Paul see where he goes with it um, I think it's going to be interesting to talk about
0: this because um, clearly it was a struggle for Adam because he didn't really understand the story. If if you buy your plot description, so I'd be interested yeah. just to talk through it with you so you can kind of get to grips with what was happening. But um, going into this blind was certainly the way to go because it I think it adds so much to the mystery unfolding throughout. Considering I knew nothing, I knew absolutely nothing. So um, the film is like, always two steps ahead of you at all times and I love that right the like the loyalty of the characters who who people even are (laughs) which I know was a struggle for them it was a struggle for me too but I was kind of like working out as I went along and I I didn't think it like impeded it but and like what the hell was even going on half time but it only goes to add to the enjoyment for me but as much as much as I enjoyed this film I don't think it actually gets any better than its prelude as the press calls it which i thought was like pretty perfect like from from brilliant introduced to its sordid characters teasing the plot in introducing a woman with one leg short of the other rolling that cake out (laughs) like it's almost like the horse's head in the bed (laughs) which from the godfather but um i adored it brilliant stuff and that isn't to say there isn't some other wonderful stuff in this film because there is like but we can kind of get into that as we go. But as a whole, I had like pretty wonderful time with this. And then I know, I know you say did like the half an hour, the last half hour, Ben, but to end it the way they did, I think was really well played because it leaves you questioning what you've just watched. And like, is this, is this the truth? Is, is what we're being told actually what happened? And then I think that's just pure magic. But that is my first impression.
1: Mm, I'm interested to talk about what you mean by that, but let's not talk about it just yet.
0: Yeah, we'll go into let's a bit put later. a pin in
1: that because that this sounds like it could be another handmaiden type. Yeah, yeah, potentially, uh, potentially. interpretation of the of the ending. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say that I think we that, that, that stands up. I think we probably all agree with it. It is difficult with a film like this where there is quite a few characters when you are um, reading the subtitles. And getting names of people, you you don't when you when you don't understand the language and you're seeing subtitles saying, "Oh, Nishi Nishi says this, Shirai says this, what is this?" You're like, "But which one is this one?" Mm. When you're watching it in your mother tongue, if someone says Shirai, you know, okay, you're not Shirai, then you're th- that person's Shirai. But when you you're, you're reading, reading subtitles it rather than mm, was, what, yes, where the
0: words are coming from at the
1: same time. So I would say f- for sure the first. 45 minutes it's like I don't know when you're saying the, when these characters are saying names I don't know who you mean however I think they use their names so often it became quite clear who it was who, particularly Nishi and particularly Wada Nishi and Wada became very clear yeah, early absolutely. on who they were Yeah, I thought
0: and I think it's a it's a credit to the story to be able to wrap you up in this this story even though half the time you're like okay I'm not really getting to grips completely with what's happening but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. on board. I'm already on board
1: for it, kind of thing. And I think that's credit to the film for that. I think 100% that wedding scene helps big time. Because it's like, Absolutely. okay, we got the central premise and we got intrigue here. So let's just talk about it. Let's go wedding scene. Yeah. Adam, for clarity's sake, just this is what the interpretation was of what's happening there. Nishi is marrying the daughter of President Iwabuchi who's the vice president, sorry, of public call, Yoshiko, his only reason really, which we later find out, but his only reason for marrying her is because he wants to get in close to the company to get revenge for the fact that the company killed his father, made his father jump from the window. So he sent the cake to his own wedding. Okay, yes. Yes, So he sent that cake. It it was immediately, I know... The
0: man who he's who's plotting with the whole time is the real nishi and he's taken his identity yeah yeah i got that and i know he was like trying to say he was like the long lost or whatever it was um illegitimate son yeah Yeah, of the guy that's true he was
1: that he was that illegitimate son of that dad
0: yeah and that's what it was it was it was constructed from him from the beginning so he wasn't just he married into the family for
1: that purpose that purpose Which is why, like, throughout the film it became such a big deal about the brother was like, if you hurt my sister, I'll kill you. And, like, several characters were like, oh, she's a sweet girl. Like, you shouldn't be treating her that way. If you don't love her, you should leave her and all this sort of stuff.
0: Mm.
1: Which I do think is... The uh, only
0: thing about um, uh, Hamlet I know is, like, in The Simpsons, I think they do a Treehouse of Terror episode and they base it on Hamlet.
1: There you go. This is this is how we get our uh, <laughs> pop culture. Is how we access Shakespeare now.
0: Literally, only the only recognition I have of some type of the storyline. And what happens yeah, in that I, episode? I think <laughs> Mo,
1: Homer dies, and then Mo marries Marge, and then Bart comes back and kills Mo. Oh yeah. Well, that's how I've subsequently just done a plot summary of Hamlet, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. Mm. Hamlet's mm. father dies, and then there's a ghost period Blah blah blah. Anyway, it's yeah. all about ghosts. People who are dead but aren't dead, and they're seeing ghosts, but they're actually real people, etc. Yeah. Everything yeah. that happens in this. Yeah. But you can totally see the um, even the in Godfather, like you've got all of the press outside the wedding, haven't you? Mm. They're r- mm. rushing at every car that comes and um i like that the press are kind of like you know even with without knowing hamlet in shakespeare you've got this greek chorus which is always like sort of explaining what's going on in the story and that's what the press are like that's yeah, our absolutely. way of
0: calibrating and that.
1: orientating ourselves very it's good it's almost very like they're
0: sitting in the audience with you and kind of going oh yeah like whispering to you like oh this is the guy from this he, he did yes. this. this is history it's kind of like it's a good way to play it
1: yeah absolutely and the thing in Godfather, which he which he was lazy in the way that he did it, Coppola, although I appreciate the way he did it, he just had Pacino bring in Kay. And it's like, oh, this is how I'm going to introduce the film to you. You are the proxy for the audience. And I'm just going to go, oh, there's Luca Brazzi. Mm, mm, there's my yeah, brother. Yeah. There's, the, there's the thing. Mm. This was cleverer than that. And it was very was humorous very as well. was very disorientated. Yeah, being in the
0: head to those uh, those people from the press, and they're almost like mocking all these people, all these fat cats, and they, were loving, they were loving it. They were loving seeing them sweat. Yeah, absolutely, and they were sweating. Man, <laughs> they're three they running around. Sweating. It's a good way to introduce the characters. Like these are your your three big bad guys.
1: Yeah, mm.
0: and it's it's a good way to kind of uh, not all the way, but kind of start to get a grip with what we're working with in this film.
1: Yeah. Like media it's like okay, you're going to be. We're going to be talking about corporate greed, cover-ups, conspiracy on mm. a business level. Which, mm. even though I was intrigued, I was like, ah, oh, don't be too much business, though. I don't really like stories about business. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But fortunately, it, it even though that was in there, it, that wasn't like the overriding thing of the no, story. No, I
0: think it was like kind of the energy of the characters and like the the threat of there's something going on that you're not quite sure, but it's clearly. Something that's really worrying these characters, and he like, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> to tell me what
1: yeah. it is. It, I, and regardless of whether Nishi wanted to marry her or not, which he didn't, this is the most miserable wedding I've ever seen. Barely anyone oh, yeah, smiled. Then no one looked excited. No one was happy. <laughs> <laughs> not a single. Not even just the guests. You know, what I found quite crazy is how they use. Com-
0: um, here comes the bride. The song. I was like, this is Japan. They? Japan. Yeah, they like, do. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. this is Japan in the 60s. Like, how long has this song been around for? I don't know. It's just like the history of that song and like how it's, I thought it was kind of more of like a Western culture kind of.
1: Yeah, England. I would have said that as know, well.
0: Even in like a Wedding in France, I wouldn't imagine them using that. Um, no, the true. words The words translate into that. I can't imagine the words in Japanese translate to that rhythm. Like,
1: no, you're right.
0: Doo, 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 doo. Unless you just uh, make the word sound like that in your head, because that's how you know it. But well, I mean,
1: there you go. It transcends yeah, I'm taking that away from
0: the film. I haven't taken
1: anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Thank you. Little bit of insight, madam. Yes. The minute that second cake is wheeled in. I was like, oh, here we go, some drama. I like this. That's Here's some drama. Cake as well. That must have cost him a lot of money. A lot of money. That's more than the 15, 5 million yen that's got stolen. And <laughs> oh, yes. And not a single person would have eaten that cake because it would have been considered cursed cake at that wedding. Can you imagine? Mm. I'm, I'm going to have a slice of the big evidence cake over here. <laughs> I'm going to have the rose. I'm going to take that one window there. That's the want. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can I have the suicide window, please? Yeah. <laughs> I do
0: like their faces as being willed in as well. They always kind of want to ignore what's happening. It's like, it's yeah. not pay any attention to this. I'm sure half the people are a bit confused about what the meaning of this was. They're like This wedding doesn't need any excitement yeah. in it. We cannot have any excitement at this wedding.
1: <laughs> but yeah. And then th- that was our sort of act one intro. And then uh, we started seeing, and I've got to ask this, right? This is, you couldn't make this film in another country. I don't think because once we get this, um, fraudulent business premise set up where some people are being questioned and lawyers are getting involved and whatnot. I don't believe there are many countries in the world where a film could be like. There's so much pressure in the business world from the higher ups that your only way out is to kill yourself. That feels yeah, like I mean,
0: a very honor system in Japan.
1: It's it? an honor system, right? Yeah, I don't, and I don't mean that in a closed-minded way, but in America, it's just not going to fly, is you it? Just exactly. Quit and move on and get another job. You don't have to end your whole life. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine being so wedded to your company that you kill yourself for them fucks who didn't give a shit well, about you? the whole thing, I can't remember.
0: I think it was like when these James May episodes when he goes around and he talks about why people in Japan are so invested in jobs and i think it's big be- i can't remember the exact reason but it's like there's the- a lot of
1: honor in holding certain positions
0: yeah and it's like it's, it's a sign of respect like if you move you respect that company and also how they have that kind of i think it's a bit more like the german thing where cities are based around companies as well how like mm. certain cities most of oh, employees fuck. work for one company because that company mm. is so big there that everybody does that so yeah, unless you're moving around and moving cities all the time, you don't
1: really move your jobs.
0: Horrendous. There's also, there's, there's also a very big thing about, like as you say, dishonor in that in that kind of uh, country. It's like you don't want you want to always save face. You never want to know that your marriage is failing and stuff like that. It's like they stick mm. to their guns with everything.
1: <clears throat> well, yeah. we had that, we had that actually uh, even with um, the housemaid. Yeah. For Korea, I know, not Japan, but if we're talking about, you know, East Asia, yeah. the dishonour of that girl who, who was let go from the, the factory because she came on to her teacher and, and, and what she did. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. We have no we have no honour here in the West. We mm-hmm. would just be like, yeah, fuck it. We'll live with it. We should move to a different <laughs> place. Not <laughs> no one would know us and we start again. But that shocked me, you know, when that guy was like, I know you'll see this through to the bitter end. And then he just runs under that truck. I was like, oh, mm. fuck, I wasn't expecting that. You were laughing five seconds ago. Yeah. You seriously love your job. <laughs> so, yeah. Adam would do that. That's definitely Adam. <laughs> yeah. Or run into a truck. <laughs> Corporate Yeah, fuck. for the BBC.
0: <laughs> no. I run under a car won't hurt as much.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, hit him I get hit by a bike. <laughs> and now, what an elaborate place for WADA to go to try and kill himself though by throwing himself into a volcano how epic is that i know that guy was always <laughs> always
0: looking like he was about to cry like throughout the beginning of that film like he always looked in a lot of distress
1: I've, i played it well though uh, you were too if you had his teeth i know you look like he hadn't he played, played it very insane. well
0: seen he had not slept in like four years like he was just like a man on the run he's been beaten Imagine though, you, you've, you're, your life's been stripped from you, you've been taken, you've pretty much been taken from your own life, your whole family thinks you're dead, your company yeah. wants
1: to, is out to kill you, it's like his yeah. life's been stripped from him. But didn't you love that reveal though, because when Nishi First is there and like, he's like, don't kill yourself at them, they treat and swine better, and then they do that sort of pan down the volcano and you hear Wada scream, I was like, okay, well he, he did die. Mm. And then when you saw that he's alive, I was like, "Oh shit! What have we got going on here now?" It's a very Here's good double twist bluff. In the tale. Yeah, oh, double very bluff. good.
0: Mm. This was this next bit actually confused me a little bit because,
1: and subsequently afterwards as well. Oh, mate! Because if you say if you say what I think you're going to say, I'm absolutely with you. Go on. I I I thought that the man who was in the apartment was yes. the brother. Was the brother? Absolutely, absolutely. And it confused me to no end.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then because afterwards they were the way they were talking to each other, Nishi and, and the brother, was oh, as if so they, they were saying like, that. Oh, he's he is evil, isn't he? Or they were they were contemplating yes, how evil he was. I know.
1: And I was and, like, and, and, mate, I cannot tell you how glad I am that you said that because I thought by the end I was like, Oh, what an idiot Because I was trying to get it in my head. Why the brother was then so upset when he found out that Nishi had gone out until two a.m. and left his sister at home? It's like, well, you know what he's doing. Yeah. Why are you acting like you don't know? I was getting yeah. well confused.
0: That was the, that was the part, wasn't it? When it's like, okay, he's not, it's not him.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm glad I, you said that. Yeah. They were yeah, just very totally similar looking, looking people. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Okay.
0: But, um, but yeah, as soon as as soon as that was cleared up, and I realised it was actually the, the real Nishi, it was kind of like, okay. I know what's happening now.
1: Yeah, uh, the the bit, the scene that I thought was fantastic from beginning to end, and is already probably a shout for the for one of the best scenes from this uh, from this year for me, is when he brings Wada to his own funeral, and he's just watching out the window as his wife's weeping. He sees everything. Mm. He hears the tape of his uppers uppers laughing and joking about him. But that the line that was crazy was when wada said to nishi just let me die we can't waste this fine funeral it's like oh my god mate
0: it's all about this that. It's fine that honor funeral thing. it's that honor thing again it's like he's been so honored with this amazing funeral and he's like he'd rather be yeah. dead than have to have I'd rather a poor be dead and deserve and it. it would, would you like yes. to look over your own funeral
1: yeah. hell no i don't hell, want to know yeah. who would and wouldn't turn up oh yeah yeah and also i wouldn't it would break my heart to see my loved ones grieving Pretty.
0: Horrible. But it's that whole thing—the like love
1: you get—and like, you, it's nice to. Sometimes you might need that love before. Yeah, but what if you don't get it, mate? What if? True. What if it's a handful of people? Then you're dead anyway. So you might as well just die anyway. No one knows the difference. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you <can jump> out <laughs> just of kill me! Just there. kill Everybody's me! So happy! Yeah. Like,
0: oh my god, he's the back. I appreciate you so much more.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: That was very well played, and so, so was this act. This actor did a very good job of of making you believe. He, he did was so I would, proud I, by this
1: i would agree whoever said i can't remember which one you said it that him and probably the guy who played shirai shirai were the two best actors in the whole thing best performances
0: who's shirai is, um, is he the guy who goes crazy he's
1: the guy who's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah both of their performances were standout
0: yeah he had great energy
1: he's he's he was so distinctive like you knew instantly. And he looked, and he, yeah. he looked like death at the end. Yeah. Very well played. Very well played. Well, we'll shout them out. So Wada was uh Kamatari, Fujiwara, and Shirai was ko Nishimura. So take a bow, gentlemen. It's just it was just their energy. What
0: well, they had this like heightened energy over the rest of the cast, and I think that's what helped
1: them. Uh, well the like, beauty was, stand was that they up. were like these two pawns that mm. were being exposed. Like they were right stuck in the middle because Nishi was this vengeant one and the president was trying to be cool, calm and composed opposite ends and these guys are stuck in the middle like what the fuck is this? My favourite mm. thing involving the president was a scene where he's talking to everybody and he's got his back to
0: the camera and it just reminded me so much of Seinfeld. Do you know when he keeps going?
1: No, Steinbrenner. When George keeps going to the, what's his name? The one who runs the Yankees. Psst. Steinbrenner J- J- yeah. Steinbrenner, and he's just him shouting from
0: behind like into the back yeah, of his head yeah. the top of his chair I was just laughing so much I just couldn't get that image out of my head
1: I, 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 I was, it was not thinking of Seinfeld but it's a good point you make yes I don't know it almost took me and probably made it harder for me to
0: get into the film because I was just kind of like was getting the piss taken <laughs> out of it now. <laughs> he was laughing
1: he it was, was thinking of he was Kramer shouting at everybody he was telling everybody what to do and like just talking over him he was thinking of Kramer <laughs> yeah
0: I like the level of him though, because although yes, as they were saying, he's he's this evil man. I like seeing him just like handling the barbecue at home, and just like being Uh, this kind of down to work, like kind of very,
1: very clever again. Yeah, for that time to show us someone that you're basically presenting as evil, but then you're showing that softness, Mm -hmm. which you're only seeing at home though. Let's be honest.
0: Course, but yeah, it's weird.
1: It's weird to see him, this ruthless man, and there he is, like trotting over to the to the fireplace to take the meat out very quickly before it burns in his mm-hmm. apron I think it's and shit. film as well it's such a
0: masculine film. Like every character in it is a man, but effectively apart from obviously his wife. And this, yeah, but it's such a mm. masculine world that they're in. This whole business world there is so masculine even something like the secretary, which in an american film would probably be played by a female was paid by his son his son-in-law like every level yeah. of it at every given and it's like i imagine that's why the difference of people at home and in the workplace is so different to what they actually were
1: yeah true feminized at home right you like wrongly. a normal person but when you go in it's kind of like in a pit of like lions and stuff like that mm but, He was a little bit Tony Soprano, um, the president, Mm. in that way. Yeah, for sure. Did you, um, at this point, or maybe once we get... uh, Let's talk about the next bit and then I'll ask the question. So the next sort of like set-piece bit is the the old switcheroo with the 5 million yen, which I very much enjoyed watching the whole thing, from him going to get it and finding that (laughs) postcard in the box to him... (laughs) telling the boss and i love the bit where he was explaining everything to the boss and he was like and i have this code and yeah. the key is kept here and this and that, that was and the almost a was sitcom. Like,
0: that was almost like stupid as well
1: do you I know what it, it reminded I me of my drawer, and i don't leave, leave it locked <laughs> yeah, no, it reminded me of greg in, in um, succession when he said oh. i put the documents in a <clears throat> envelope labeled private and and Tom's like oh that was really clever Greg and he's like yeah well if they saw private I guess they figured they we wouldn't just leave incriminating documents around like that but I love when the president says the complexity of the plan only implicates you further and I was like it's true man the more you say it couldn't like I did all this it's like well it's you then you idiot that bit when he's
0: in the he's holding his little briefcase and he's like looking around and he's like that is like, that was like Mr. Bean's kind of shit though well, when he was, was? When he placed good. the money in his bag, yeah, yes, and
1: he yeah. opens it up, and he's just like, <laughs> and <laughs> just like, dash that money now, put it somewhere, yeah. <laughs> stop standing there. But the thing is, Nishi was there, Nishi planted it, so Nishi was never going to let yeah, him true, like, walk away true. with it. And this is where this is where I was like, right. 100% now. I was like, if Paul doesn't think this, I'd be very surprised. This is where I was like, well, this is Bruce Wayne. This is some Bruce Wayne Batman shit that this guy is doing at this point. Mm, mm, yeah, he is this yeah. avenging angel. Did you think Batman?
0: I actually, I actually didn't. But oh, when, right. as soon as you said it in your in your um, first impressions, I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's he that is. kind of figure.
1: You know, parent died he's and avenger. he's getting revenge on the people. He's the dark avenger from within. <laughs> good stuff he is now i was a huge fan of the way that kurosawa shot and executed all of these ghost shots with the taxi Absolutely. lighting up water
0: so well done very the fun the, the use of the use of the light and how he just like he plays them and dis- makes them disappear into the shadows it's so, really well yeah. done.
1: very well done yeah because uh,
0: because obviously i didn't know what um what I kind of have an idea of Hamlet but I'm not sure 100% I didn't know about the ghosts and stuff but um, no. I not remember any of that from the Simpsons episode I thought. but I was, I was thinking <laughs> why are they why are they suddenly revealing him what's, know. what's this what's this gonna do and then he disappears I was like oh they're trying to like make him lose his mind they want
1: this motherfucker to go mad <laughs> <laughs> and I love what people went mad in this film
0: yeah yeah I mean too I mean, easy glad from the beginning to be fair <laughs> He kind of as, had this neurotic kind of energy from the start, I think. So it's it's quite easy to believe that he would fall that way.
1: Yeah, it's true. But as time <laughs> goes on, like, I, I mean, it's Kurosawa. It's the performance by the actor, but it's Kurosawa the way he, sh- he shoots Shirai. Because Shirai really looks like he's fucked at the end. He looks so tormented mm. by the and time he goes mad. Yeah, and that, is su- that was such a good little twist as
0: well. You think, oh, Nishi's, Nishi's poisoned him now just thrown the poison in his mouth. And I was like, "That I did think no. that was pretty instant poison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like, are we still alive?
1: They love double you see, bluffing if, you in this. They do love double bluffing. And even that was beautiful. When you think the guy that the vice president has sent along to kill him, is going to just do in Shirai. And then Nishi jumps in, saves him only to take him up to the same floor. His father mm. was sat at and yeah. be like, jump, drink or fucking jump. Yeah. I think I think he did... He was giving him a choice,
0: wasn't he? He was like, you could just jump.
1: I feel like he would let him jump if he wanted to. Nishi would have let him jump, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, even though Wada was like, come on, look at you, you can't be like this.
0: Mm, mm.
1: And I like it, actually, because it's true. It, in the moment, because Wada, Wada, by this point, has kind of, even though he's traumatised, he's kind of started atoning for what he, his involvement in the death of, of Furi, I think his name was. And he's like, "Oh, come on! Uh, just like he's he's sorry oh, for what he did. He's not the same man." Are you thinking that Wada was in- involved? I don't think he was even involved. And they were both involved because he says he says to him. And then she says to him, "Who were you to forgive you? You aren't positioned to forgive you. Were as much to blame." He says something like, "You you were there. You were involved."
0: No, I think he was only involved in the recent plot of the um, the big uh, fake bid. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah. That's what he got arrested for, and then he's basically join forces with him cuz obviously it's not a bad it's a crime as killing your father no i, I don't believe he was actually involved in it
1: no you, no okay yeah you're probably right probably surely nishi, nishi, would have, nishi would have nishi
0: would have i was waiting for that to happen nishi to like say you you're involved with it as well and, and like give him a punishment as well but he never does he he just saves him that's why he's like yeah, that's, um, that's why when he's about to kill himself he's like why are you do this for these people
1: that's true yeah that's true so i love the idea of this Nishi guy just collecting people who should be dead though <laughs> all these people that yeah. people think oh that one's dead he's just collecting them <laughs> <laughs> keeping them somewhere <laughs> but i yeah all of that was was very good and i liked and you know this is how good it was that even a shirai's this terrible fucking person when you think he's about to be killed by that vice president's henchman you don't want him to get shot so you're kind of relieved mm because you know they're just all like
0: underlings kind of just going along with what because what else can they yeah. do they know they're going to end up getting killed if they if they don't yeah. do what they're saying it's it's all like don't they mention something of the, the about the the top dog yeah they say the top dog never gets it because you're always covering for the boss yes and you never give up the boss yeah so it's all that That's pride right. isn't it and and honor the honor system yeah very good
1: very good they're very good and I would say I would say that the next ten to fifteen minutes are where I was enjoying it until he gets to the bit where it dips for me. So I, I enjoy from between here and the reveal that Nishi is who Nishi is. Mm. I was enjoying. So I, I even though it was a bit ridiculous when the vice president sent his man off to see the widow of yeah, Furia. With the, and with she the just picture. offers up all this information, and the picture <laughs> conveniently that she just has, and is like, "Oh, please find him!" And there he is, yeah, with that grimace it looks on his like face. <laughs> I know, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, what how it high the quality place? was that picture? How fucking <laughs> high quality was that picture for the sixties? I know. For someone you had in the background. microscope, and his expression changes the more you zoom into that image. I mean <laughs> you see the first time you see that image, and didn't know which one to use. 100% <laughs> and also why are you revealing yourself like that because even though you're clinging to that post you're grimacing, everyone's going to turn around and go who's this guy, what's he so angry and upset about over here and also, who's taking the pictures at the funeral I know, very very I guess the poor press did. taste I guess the press did the press, yeah, but the, the press Greek chorus the press. you don't
0: take pictures at a funeral do you
1: well he was connected to public core so they probably thought oh Maybe. this is in the public interest Maybe the, the the press is scum anyway. Pierce Morgan sent them, <laughs> <laughs> and then when, and then when Nishi revealed when he gets home and and uh, Yoshiko's brother is angry with him and Nishi legs it up to that point. I was like, okay, all of this has been solid, and it's this last 30, 40 minutes which it doesn't completely let the film down, but it's it's a dip for me, uh, yeah, for, for a few reasons. Um, I could, just I did, because I did like- it, the pace slows down.
0: Mm. I I like the bit of them uh keeping the other guy in the in the prison. Like I kind of like well, the, some aspects of that. But
1: um the, Did I, you like, like the stupid clown music every time they opened the door to his I cell?
0: No, it's a bit odd, oh, wasn't it? I didn't like movie. that at Is it just all. A bit like, I know, it felt like everything's got a bit out of control in the film and in the writing and everything like that, and it's kinda like I think everybody's had enough and everyone's out now. They were kind of playing it for a punchline, wasn't it? Because like, he was like, I would never give up anyone. And then it'd be the next scene, him eating the food. It I was know. almost like a little punchline. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I, what, what I wasn't sure about was all the exposition about how he met Nishi. I was like, I agree. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Yeah, I agree. We don't,
1: need, don't, need, yeah. agree. We don't I, need to
0: know it. All, we needed to, all you need to say was, oh, yeah, so you took my identity. I'm the real
1: Nishi. But oh, that's, oh, that's cool. Exactly. <laughs> this Nishi guy, like, who, who cares? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I was I was a post-war baby. It's like, oh, good for you, mate. This has nothing to do with the rest of the story that we're interested in. We're not watching yeah. your story, mate. We're watching yeah. the, <laughs> the fake Nishis. The one thing I did like during all this sort of cave time, if that's what you want to call this stuff, mm. is that Wada says, like, that, because I'm glad that they keep bringing it back to her, and Wada is typically the one to keep doing it. Says that that the, the, uh, Yoshiko, the daughter, is a genuinely sweet person, and mm. what you're what you're doing is is not nice. And I, I wish there was a way for a peaceful resolution. And I liked that that character of Wada was bringing it back to that because it's true. Like. It would be very easy in this film to just be like, come on, Nishi, all the way. Do your thing, Nishi. Get your revenge. But it is true. That is his big flaw. Yeah. And I don't think it is that he's becoming a bit sinister himself in his pursuit for revenge and a bit torturous himself. That, for me, I can live with that because an eye for an eye. But the way that he's doing Yoshiko, who is a nice person, she is a a sweet person. Yeah, that ain't cool. I didn't like that.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. But she's
1: just pretty, like, there's no level to her, though, really, is there? Well, I thought that at first, because she, she doesn't have too much agency. However, like, she does, she's she's a, she's a nice person, and not just a su- subservient person. She actually seems to like him. Mm. She has quite a leveled conversation with him when, when Wada brings her to him to say, I know what you're saying to me about my father, but... He's always been good to me, and breaks down. It's like there's a level here. She's like, "What you're saying, I believe, but it hurts because that is not the man that I know." I thought mm. that was very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like I like the um... <laughs> not like, but the uh, the line right at the beginning, talking about her saying, "My my daughter with her unsullied brilliance," <laughs> with her what <laughs> unsullied
1: brilliance? He he killed her. Oh man, dirty! The little yeah, she's virgin, <coughs> a virginal. It was quite one. creepy when she was
0: coming down those stairs though, in those little shoes. I wasn't quite eerie about that. Those shoes also cannot be comfortable at all. Those wooden shoes that and you get this sock tucked right in against your thing like, Do you ever wear flip flops with socks? Like, so it's the most uncomfortable oh, thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she she had no choice, mate. She had a she was deformed. I know she but... was poor girl. The uh, the actress. The actress used uneven shoes and a knee brace to play that role.
0: Dedication, mate.
1: You could just l- limp. I know, mate. <laughs> she was method acting. Well, that's not even method acting. That's just actually. <laughs> that's just acting. <laughs> that's acting because you can have no other choice but to do that's so. That's
0: reality. <laughs> just to, yeah. Just to play what she's, what she's feeling.
1: <laughs> she literally hobbled herself. <laughs> um, just to say, before we get to the, t- towards the end of this, at this point in the film, I was like. I don't know if he does or if he is, but he Scorsese must have loved this film because it felt by this point like a Scorsese film. Mm. It mm. felt like Scorsese could have remade this. Yeah, without yeah. I think Scorsese adding like an edge onto it, like an explosion, or he loves a little
0: bit of a like
1: an explosion. An it explosion. He does love
0: something like an, I don't know, a little bit more. Well, he would, have, but he would have taken
1: he would have taken the crux of this yeah, story yeah. and and yeah, for sure Americanized it for the mob or whatever. But um, I bet he loves it. I know he loves Kurosawa, but I bet he particularly likes this film.
0: Yeah, I can see that. It does feel like the the Infernal... I can imagine the way Infernal fares is is how he translated that Mm. into the departed. Departed. Yeah, I can imagine him doing something like that for this as well, for sure. Um, Do you want to tackle this ending, then?
1: Yeah, well, so so for listeners, let's wrap it up and tell you exactly what happens, and then we can talk about it. So, Mm. back at the, the old homestead, yoshiko returns home and the father says where where is nishi where is nishi because your brother has gone out after him with a gun and yoshiko goes no no no! i don't i don't believe it this guy it's true you've got to say it now otherwise Nishi's going to be hurt so she tells her father when nishi is and then she says i'm coming with you and the father says oh drink this drink this and i thought he was killing her at first i thought he was i thought he was killing himself well that's what I thought, and then I realised, mm. oh, when he was thanking that person on the phone, he yeah. actually was thanking them for like a, a sleeping thing. Yeah. At first <laughs> at first I thought it was really funny because I thought he was saying, Oh, very considerate of you to have the drug delivered to my home. I thought he went I thought he was actually thanking them for delivering the, the death poison, <laughs> the poison. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like the suicide,
0: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, when really when really the, the title of this film is the opposite, the bad don't sleep very well. Ah, yes, there we go.
1: <laughs> and it's um sleeping pills. Anyway, he puts his daughter to sleep and off he goes. By the time she comes to her brother's home and he says, I've just been hunting for grouse quickly. We've got to go to get Nishi. And on the way to to Nishi's, they see a car ripped to shreds on a train track. They drive past it. They turn up and it's very quiet there. And all that remains is the real Nishi who says, you fucked it. They came. They killed Nishi, your Nishi. They killed Wada. They get away with it. And then the film closes with Two kids walking into their father's office, saying, "We're leaving you." And the father gets on the phone to some higher ups and says, "I've sorry, I haven't been sleeping very well." And the film ends.
0: Mm. It was a very. Jo- it was a very t- end, wasn't it? It was like
1: a. Yes. It not it like, like, like an end. It was just like oh, okay. It was Doing like that. a
0: No Country for Old Men kind of feel, where you don't see mm. what supposedly has happened and but in this sense i was like surely this is part of the plan i felt like nishi was this was part of nishi's plan and the other nishi was kind of making up a story about how they disappeared
1: now see i kept thinking that the whole way through the ending and i thought we're going to we're going to have the reveal mm. we're going to have the reveal but it never came because it felt so strange to me that after following nishi for so long we're robbed of a scene where we actually see him in a showdown with the president and get killed mm. the fact that this guy was telling it I was like well this is not true I don't believe it but then when it ended I was like well it did happen because that final message is that greed and evil does win that's just it even if you're a hero
0: because I'm guessing we're, we, ha- we assume to believe that the president sent people to kill him so but then is it could you see it in a way where the plan all along was um, to make the family leave? So now he has no family. He's lost. He's lost his loved one, just like he lost his loved one.
1: Well, it would just be was... so, so layered to get to that point. I don't think. I think but, uh, I, that would be nice if that was the case. But I just think mm. this is where Kurosawa dropped the ball with the story. Hmm. It's it, it's almost it's
0: yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah, it probably was not played that
1: Nishi was and part I, of Nishi. And fact. I think I think me and you both like the fact that actually the good guy didn't win. Yeah for sure. And that for the sure. good guy died. We didn't want the good guy not to win, but it makes for a more dramatic and like our oh, bittersweet fucking story after everything that he Absolutely. didn't fucking win. Yeah, for sure. He won for in sure. a way because the kids are gone but there's a small yeah a slight small victory but yeah and i mean that's a messed up way to do it as well isn't it to inject him with all that alcohol so that when they do the blood test he's got alcohol Mm. in his system Mm. very uh, uh, would that hold up in modern times i don't know
0: i guess it would unless they find the micro unless they find the needle
1: scar well yeah that's it they would see the needle scar yeah yeah they
0: would (laughs) The thing that doesn't hold up for me is how does Nishi, the other Nishi, know all of this? Like he hmm. to the point of him being injected with the alcohol, him going in the car, the car crashing. It's like how do you know all of this?
1: Didn't he say something about he they would been... not
0: spare him because he knows all? The no, stuff. I
1: know, but didn't he say something about him? He wasn't there. Like he had been sent away. To, he had to do something with one of the cars or something. And what? And that's. But then, how would he know? I feel like he had come back and found out this stuff.
0: Mm. I don't know. I feel like I. I agree, right? So I think. I think yes, Nishi is probably dead, but, and I like the fact that yeah, it's a it's a it's a kind of gritty, realistic ending, but I kind of like the idea that not everything is answered though. So maybe something else was happening. I like. I kind of like that little like, teaser
1: as well. Do you know what it is? It's the Game of Thrones. Uh, mm. problem where they went too far they didn't know how the source material was going to end so they did their own thing in hamlet and again i'm this is just like top level notes ophelia mm. is the yoshiko character mm-hmm. ophelia in in uh, hamlet when she finds out what hamlet is doing or nishi when she finds out his intentions in a mad fury she kills him and i think if we had had yoshiko in this in a mad fury kill nishi that would have been more satisfying and be like oh fuck because of the, the hurt that you caused her she killed you and stopped mm. you from getting re- revenge on a real bad guy and you died because you were bad to her so you deserve that yeah. death but I think because this... it was delivered by the president it's bittersweet
0: yeah i think this is this there's this thing in in this culture as well about not, as they say, not unsullying women. They, they need to be these perfect kind of vessels of pure innocence. Mm -hmm. And
1: that's why they wouldn't have done that. I suppose so. And that, well, there you go. And that's what sort of hobbles the story a little bit there. And, and, and just to be clear, it's not that I didn't like that he died or I didn't like the last five minutes. When I say I didn't like the ending, I just didn't like this whole last half hour. It just dragged too much. It lost a lot of steam and all of that. That's what I didn't like.
0: I have such an amazing opening. And then it kind of,
1: yeah, it doesn't go. It had a great it's, story, it's, then it lost itself a bit for me.
0: It starts off so high, steady, and then at the end, it kind of like a, a pretty steep drop <laughs> at the end.
1: Yeah, but not completely ruined. Not completely ruined, and it's not what we want. To wanted. bring it all back to the beginning and the title, the bad sleep well. Why? Why do you think it is called the bad sleep well? Given that the it president's last words of the film. Because they die hardest. What do you mean by this? I feel like, I
0: feel like when the film
1: seems like, like sleep in it, I mean, it's like when they're dead, like, they're all dead. Okay, yeah, I suppose the bad sleep well, the bad mm. die well, yeah. They certainly don't actually what was sleep say, well. the
0: other, What was the other title you said it was?
1: It was... Because that
0: sounded more like The worse die. the
1: villain, the better they sleep.
0: Yeah, that was kind
1: of like, again, I think. So maybe the better it feels that they, they die. Yeah. Well the other thing is you know, you heard that thing I don't know it's in a movie or a TV show and they say if you have an innocent person and a guilty person in a police cell and you don't know which one is which leave them overnight and when you come back in the morning the one who's sleeping is the guilty person because they've finally been caught so they can rest whereas the innocent person is terrified so they'll be awake mm, yeah okay but that didn't that didn't add up with anything in this mm, yeah and not also, sure. the bad guy, the vice president, Iwabuchi or Tabuchi. he, at the end, was like, oh, I didn't sleep very well last night. So what are you saying? He's not a bad guy? Mm. <laughs> You've called your of film the, the Bad film. Sleep Well, and then you have your bad guy at the end going, oh, I didn't sleep very well last night. Literally what are you saying, in Pills. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The Absolutely. Bad Sleep Well, like, I, I would... And and there's a bit of things with the bad sleep well as in like the rest of us, all us normal people, we toss and turn because we have worries and troubles. But the bad sleep well because they don't worry about shit. They they rip and rip everyone off and they just get their own way. So they sleep, sleep in well. luxury. Yeah, they're worried about nothing.
0: But but actually sleeping, they can't.
1: <laughs> they can't. <laughs> the
0: metaphorical sleeping, they can.
1: They can. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to sleep very well after this, after having recorded this episode because I wondered if we would have a good conversation about this because it felt like such a behemoth of a film. But actually, mm, we, sure. we've done this very much justice, I would say.
0: Yeah, I think so. I
1: absolutely think so.
0: I'm excited to see what we rate this film. Yes. Shall we do that then? Yes. Come on then, let's do it.
1: All right. I am going to give this a... Not entirely convincing, but worthy eight. Okay, I am going to give this film a six. Yes, I knew it was going to be, I knew it was going to be some of that. And Paul will give it, I'm giving it a solid eight, mate. Solid eight, we give it a solid eight. There we go, two eights and a six. So, with Kurosawa, our very first Kurosawa, that means we have a 7.33. Average, which means this it's film is film to go against. Well, it's going to go against the film that we did uh, recently that you haven't seen, Adam. So automatically, it will go above it for both me and Paul, which was Domino. I'm going to put it above Domino. I obviously. Well,
0: I, I wouldn't put it above Domino. I don't think.
1: Well, I think so, we said but, last time because Adam had not seen it, it goes anyway, above. Yeah. Um, oh, mate! Fuck! I need to think about this, so I'm not going to say it quickly. Possum. You you give, you give possum like a six. No, I don't. Might sorry, give it a seven. Then... I, I didn't sorry, give it sorry. a six. Uh, oh, yeah, I give it a seven. Yeah, I give Possum a seven. Okay, yeah, it's better than Possum. Yep, over. Uh, it's better than Avengers Endgame. Well, I don't have to speak. Adam, what do you think? What did Adam give Avengers Endgame is the question. Oh, shit,
0: it doesn't. Beat it, it doesn't. He gives no, Endgame
1: high. There you go. So Kurosawa does not beat the, the Marvel endgame. machine. <laughs> So, coming in at 100, or it looks like 100 on our list, but it's not. Above Possum, but below Avengers Endgame, is the bad sleep well. Do you want me to tell you what film we're doing next? Yeah, let, what are we doing next? Tantalise us. Don't don't um, reveal it straight away. Um, first of all, let me just ask you a question, because this is kind of critical to whether
0: we watch this film or not. Oh, wow. Um, uh, did you get your... BFI player trial, and is it still going?
1: Yes. I I pay for it, so I don't. I well, always have it.
0: Absolutely perfect. That means we can do this film. And as uh, we've been doing so far,
1: we've picked a film from every different
0: country, haven't we? Every different film has been a different country. It has. So this time we're going to France. More. A nineteen sixty film from france and this is a genre which we haven't done yet in this round either you come you could kind of call the housemaid this genre but mm. uh not in a not in a complete way but the thriller. Um, way it's it, it, this costs is a thriller as well but it's a thriller horror okay none of us have seen it and interesting uh, i have no idea what it's about i've seen the picture I've seen the poster. Seen it for a long time. It's been on a watch list for a long time, and I feel like it's been on your watch list for a long time, Ben.
1: Yes, I think I know what it is, but
0: I and This say. is eyes without a face. Oh yes.
1: This By can be very George intriguing. Georges
0: Franju. That is a weird-looking poster.
1: Hey, yeah. boys, you know it's connected to something we've done before. Is it? What is it? Oh yeah. And we talked about it on the episode without knowing that we'd one day actually do the film itself. In Holy Aww. Motors, at oh, yeah. the end, the woman who is in it is the woman from this film and she wears the mask from this film and they have a conversation about it. When we were talking about it in oh, Holy Motors, baby. we were like, oh, there's this French film that was this horror film that was very well renowned and they're paying homage to it. Oh, wicked. I'm have to Watch this well.
0: and watch Holy Motors
1: yeah do a double header <laughs> do very the good. first time we've done a round we haven't gone to america oh good good riddance yeah leave it out
0: leave it out you do enough films <laughs> <sighs> yeah they do they, 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 we're going to be going right listeners. to
1: america we're going to be going super american in the first film of our next round we'll do all so america
0: <laughs> all out america next round probably we will <laughs> well that's very exciting right guys uh, can't wait for that film but shall we move on to what our patrons have to say this week
1: yeah let's hear what the patrons have to say
0: okay so our patrons they send us what they've been watching for the past week the good and the bad and then we tell you whether you should watch it or not based on our own opinions and their opinions anyway if you want to do that you can do that at www.patreon.com forward slash filmbusters and you become part of the family just like the likes of luke bennett
1: yes you can you can also join francis siberini you can also join
0: Andy Bishop. You can join Steve and Mark from Movie Drone. Yes, you can you join
1: Brent from Home Video Hustle. You can join Luke Human.
0: You can join Mr. Lur- Lurdrovert with an L.
1: Yes. Lurdrovert. Ooh, Lurdrovert. Lur.
0: You've got Julio, who will be joining us on the podcast very soon.
1: Oh, yes. Well, will. Secrets. You can secrets but he's coming he's Double coming spot, no, listeners everyone's very excited to know that julio's coming back like our little, is coming. i know our little peruvian bear is returning <laughs> bring uh, those sandwiches. And, and, and also jamie russell who uh who has featured yet again on the movie jewel podcast with with pete go and check that episode out i believe they did it on sam Raimi. i haven't listened yet but i'm going to be listening imminently
0: i need to watch the quicker of the dead first and then i can get to it but finally we got Katie Noti from the For Your Reference podcasts
1: who kicked off this whole damn round. Abso bloody liberty. Which has been most tantalizing so far I must say. It has been. It has been.
0: Right, so first of all we got Luke Human and he says, "Good to have you all back and thanks yet again for broadening my cinematic horizons with your recent picks." There we go. Look, these 1960 picks mate. They've been they've been broadening horizons everywhere. Ah, oh, thanks for saying so, Luke. That's yes. cool. There you go. He caught up on a newie and an oldie this week. 2023's sixty five was a good looking, but underwelding. Under welding. <laughs> He's doing some welding. Underwhelming, reluctant <laughs> underwater welding to flick with nowhere near as many dinosaurs as the trailer and premise would have you believe. Five out of ten. Well, uh, you, are you interested in seeing
1: that film? I keep seeing advertisers I had no interest in it. Is, is that the Adam it Driver one? Adam Driver, yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued because it's Adam I'm Driver. Intrigued. But That's if it wasn't exactly Adam it, yeah. Driver, I wouldn't be. Mm. But now that he gives it 5 out of 10, I'm no longer intrigued.
0: going to fall while away, side.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He also said, 1996, Big Night, however, was a melancholy love letter to Italian cuisine and the immigrant struggle to achieve the American dream with performances and a witness. With performances and a witty script that belies the restricted budget. This, like Babette's Feast, explores the human condition eloquently through the language of food. Nine out of ten! Yeah, I Very nine good. 10. I'm on my list to watch yes. for so long.
1: I have never and, heard I of it. I bet me and you got it on the list for the same reason, Adam, I bet. It's called Stanley Tiki. And he directed uh, yes. it. Yes. <laughs> ah, did he direct it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I think he did. Oh, wow. Way. Maybe don't Fast that. track that little bad boy then. Hmm. Sounds a little like uh, it could be like the menu slightly. Go to Probably not, actually. I mean, it's probably to, like to like a chilled out version of Boiling Point. It's actually, a restaurant rather than chaos. Who wants to see the chilled out version of Boiling Point? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I've Simboring been watching Point. The Bear recently and The Bear is very good TV. I started it too. Oh, it is very good. Where are I watched the first episode. I'm like, this is too, this is too manic and stop watching. Oh, okay, if you don't like that, then you're not going to like it. How um, far have you it's got? It's just too it? manic. What do you say? How far have you got?
0: I've watched the first four episodes. Okay. I've finished um, or watched all of it now. Season two has, I think, some of the best run of t- episodes of TV. I loved him. There was like a thrill of them in a row. I was just, like every episode is so good. And you Bang. end up binging it a bit because they're only like 25 minutes, half an hour episodes. Yeah, yeah. that's what it means that we did. We did that in one scene. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why you can notice how good some of these episodes are back to back. But But we definitely will be checking out Big Night sometime soon. Yeah, that sounds like a good shout. Thank you. That does sound like a good shout. right, next up, we've got Katie and Oti. They said, we watched Gran Turismo and both felt met on it. This decidingly underdog story is squandered by the creative choices of the protagonist's motivation and turning point in the film. The biggest red flag, though, is it takes the flashy Hollywood element out of the Fast and Furious franchise to focus on the boring parts. Cars. Lol. Love years. X.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Gran Turismo as a game was pretty crap, so I don't really know why a film would be better.
0: But they, yeah... um, I I don't know if I have any interest in seeing that film. I might watch it if it comes out on streaming at some point. But, like, yeah. There's nothing really about it that looks like it's going to stand out. It's got, like, David Harbour in it. It's like, what are you doing? And Orlando Bloom. Why are you in that ghost film as well? It's like, what what are you guys doing? I'm getting that
1: Stranger Things money. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Before Stranger Things, David Harbour was like, What? He'd been in. He'd been in Revolutionary Road and was brilliant in it, and that was about it. I thought he'd elevated himself.
0: Yeah, but, but you then get he he just when We had a ghost. And,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's just bank. It's just bank. He was very good when uh, we saw him on stage in the play. I can't remember what it was called, the Mad Madhouse or something like that. He was very good in that.
0: Well, at least he had his 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 good moments.
1: Few and far between. He's probably there just like he can. He's like a big enough
0: name now, probably to sell films, isn't he?
1: I'm not watching that film.
0: not <laughs> believe people who don't know are always got Stranger of things, man. It is well, I went to see the med two and we'll be talking about that in my end of month wrap-up.
1: Why, because it'll be your best of the year. It's actually my best right, for my work, so you can decide. Just... <laughs> Knowing you, it will be your best. <laughs> You're the one who liked the first one more. Uh no. You know that's not true. <laughs> We'll talk exactly. About And let's wrap it up with Jamie Russell, who says, good to have all three of you back. There was far too much agreement in the last two episodes. Well, we were fairly agreeing today, (laughs) apart from Adam. Uh, The good was a first watch of Living in Oblivion, a very funny behind the scenes film following the frustrations of producing a low budget indie film. Ah, yeah, I was going to watch this the other day. Steve Buscemi is reliably fantastic in the central role of an increasingly frustrated and irate director, working with all sorts of constraints to his artistic vision. Well worth checking out. Oh, Jamie, and now you're breaking my heart with this next one, man. I heard I heard Glenn Dennis say this on the Always Sunny podcast, and, and this is not good because I have good memories of this. The Bad was a rewatch of The Three Amigos. I remember it being reasonably funny at the time, but considering the comedic talent behind and in front of the screen, the material is stretched in and the comedy is often laboured, a missed opportunity. That's a shame. I have great memories of The Three Amigos. You boys seen that? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've always been meaning to steve martin chevy chase yeah. martin short because i love always murders in the building only murders in the building i wanted to see steve martin and martin short again but yeah he's jamie you're not the first person to say he doesn't hold up as well anymore that's a that's a shame that's sad but you know films do that sometimes to break your heart my dad i love you Breaky heart
0: is Living in Oblivion the one where Steve Buscemi's got really long hair and he's on the front with like bulging yeah, eyes? Yeah, he's got a
1: baseball cap back going back as well. What do you mean? That's what he's always got bulging eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks like a blowfish that's about to explode.
0: <laughs> I love him. I love that
1: man. Yes, that's it. We all love Steve.
0: That's the that's the patron recommendations right there. So take what you thanks, will, thanks patrons, and go watch them thanks um and that's the end of the episode what are we doing
1: now guys scorned lovers or revenge films or yeah well we're basically going to talk about lovers and since this came from our lovers. friends and lovers katie and it's going to be about lovers who are jaded and scorned <laughs> and want revenge. bored and angry jaded and scorned all manner of lovers we're just going to be talking about lovers All the lovers.
0: Let's do it. And if you want to do that, come over and you can. It's very cheap and we would love to have you as part of the family. But other than that, we'll see you next time for Eyes Without a Face.